What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 21 of Cookies and Beer. Um, dude, I don't even know how to... I never know how to fucking start these things. Let's just get into it, huh? What's going on, everybody? Uh, got a fucking lot to talk about. Like, a lot to talk about here. Um... At some point today, we're going to talk about a, a drug deal I saw between two teenagers. Um, I don't know if that's a crime on my end because I didn't report it, but we'll get into it. Um, before we do that, though, episode 21. So, you know, it's all downhill from here, I guess. Um, in spirit of that, I thought it would be cool slash douchey slash, I don't know, kind of cool to do a shot. Um for the 21st episode. So I got myself a shot of Jack Daniels because I'm fucking hillbilly and that's what I like to drink. Uh, you guys pick whatever. If you're listening to this in your car, don't, don't do this. Um, don't do it. It's just not worth it. Pause it. Get home. T- fucking have a shot. Listen to this. Go and fucking go about your day. Um, so yeah, we're gonna do a quick shot here and then we'll dive into this, uh, fucking podcast so <coughs> oh god realized I don't have a chaser so that's cool I can chase it with coffee I guess and now my heart's gonna explode and that kind of pairs nice huh shot of whiskey and then some some peats fuck I'm a, I'm actually legit might have to try that from now on. Um, so yeah, happy uh, 21st birthday, I guess, or whatever. I don't know. Let's fucking get on with the show. Um, what happened this whole week? Um, UFC fights were nuts. I don't know if you guys caught it. I'm not going to bore you and act like I know about UFC because I don't. I just like watching people beat the fuck out of each other and try to figure each other out. But um fight fights were nuts dude i watched some of the preliminary fights i don't remember the names so i apologize but on the main card top three fights obviously are going to be for me at least anthony pettis fight fighting nate diaz uh did not disappoint that was um pretty much what i think everybody thought it was going to be without maybe the outcome i thought i thought nate diaz won but it was definitely close um but again what the fuck do i know uh, then the Yoel Romero fight, the, uh, he fought Paulo Costa. That was a fucking dude to explain this card to someone is like the, is this is the perfect card to show somebody that if they're just getting into MMA or like UFC in general, or just like the fighting sports, cause this, each of these fights were a little bit different. You had the Yoel Romero fight. He fought against Paulo Costa. That was just, let's, let's just beat the fuck out of each other. <laughs> like, let's just stand right in front of each other and just beat the living fuck out of each other. Um, then the Nate Diaz fight was a mixture of, it was kind of a lot of stuff. Uh, the first couple rounds were definitely just like a street fight. And then it definitely went to the ground, um, and then went to decision. But the crazy fight that everyone's kind of talking about is the steep a DC fight. That was a fuck. I don't, I mean, I don't think anyone counted steep a out obviously. Cause I mean, he's one of the greatest heavyweights of all time for UFC. But, um, I think DC just has such a following and like everyone just loves him that I think a lot of people, people picked him and he's a great fighter, obviously. But, um, I just think his corner might be a little bit bigger publicly. And so watching him get 
kind of taken down was pretty fucking surreal. Um, both fought really, really well. Uh, but yeah, hopefully we get a rematch of that and we can see number three go down outside of that. Uh, I'm going to dive right into this. Yeah. I would, I left from work on Monday and I was waiting for the light and I saw uh, two, two, two kids, probably five. I don't know. I don't know. Kids ages th- 12, 13, 14, maybe 15. I don't know. Probably 15, uh, two dudes, uh, both on bikes and one kid just looks over his shoulder once, not twice. He was pretty caught. He was pretty confident. I, I was I was watching the whole thing because I was at a red light, and this is like five o'clock at night. Like it's not it's not like a ten o'clock deal. Like this is broad daylight. Like there's people getting off work. They're doing drug deals in rush hour, and I see this kid just pull out money. Did the you know we all know the handshake, and but what freaked me out was usually it's like a baggie, or you know some kind of a bag and this was a tube and I was like all right well it's not cocaine unless they're dealing cocaine in in tubes now and I was like all right it might be pills not pills usually come in bags and then he the kid drops it the kid that was getting it so it was probably his first time getting drugs um by the way the whole time I'm watching this I'm like do I call the cops am I a narc like will I go to jail for this because I didn't report it do I smile? Cause I'm like, fucking good on you guys. You guys are learning communication skills. You're getting outside. You're getting vitamin D. You're getting exercise. And in an, an age where everyone's addicted to, your, to their phones and computers, you're outside conversing with everybody else. Yes, I just said conversing. Moving on. So the light turns green. I'm like, I don't, I don't want this to stop. And there was no one behind me, so I just start creeping. And then. The kid picks up his vial of it was white shit, so I don't know. It could be anything. It could be this kid. This kid could have just been getting some baking soda, and he was running low. And he was like, "Hey, Timmy, I need you to cruise down, meet me on the corner of Forty Fifth and Main, and you know, I need to get some of that that fucking baking soda. Mom's making cookies. We need it now." And he's like, "I got you." So it, they may have just been dealing fucking baking soda, but let's be honest, it's twenty nineteen. It's probably heroin. Um. So yeah, that was kind of weird. Um, that was uh, that was Monday, Tuesday. I fucked up. I fucked up, guys. I went to Taco Bell. I I did it. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I I I fucked up. I've been trying to do pretty good, you know. Try to cook at home, you know, all that stuff. I'm trying to get jacked, which is the, probably the douchiest thing I've ever said, and it's not going to happen. I just like to say it because it gives me hope. Um, and I went to Taco Bell, and I went to the drive-through because I I just couldn't face people really on foot i just had to have that security in my car so i was like all right i'm gonna go through the drive-thru got my usual thing um i like i pull up and it, in my mind i'm like all right you know what I'm, I'm gonna get i'm gonna get a crunchwrap supreme and then a chicken quesadilla with a medium baja blast and i roll up and you know how fast food joints will be like hey welcome to mcdonald's whatever you want to try our triple cheese go fuck yourself and you're like no that sounds terrible like why even pitch the idea to me because i know i already know what i'm gonna get i've been getting the same thing for 10 years the shit ain't changing the recipe is not changing and they go hi i'm whatever welcome to taco bell would you like to try a triple double crunch wrap supreme today and i went you're goddamn right i do that was the first time i was like you're a fucking saint this kid's going places he just sold me on something i didn't even know i wanted granted Triple double con- triple double crunch wrap is pretty much the same thing I was gonna get anyways, but it's just wrapped differently. I think we've already had this conversation about a few episodes back. Um, how pretty much everything at Taco Bell is the same. They only really have three or four things. They just wrap it differently and throw a 
fucking fiestive name at the beginning of it or the end. And um, so I'm, I'm at the drive through, you know, it's whatever, 10 bucks. I drive through. It's taking a little bit longer and this kid pops out. He's probably 17 and he just goes, fuck, dude, which I'm like already. I'm like, this guy already is so confident that he can just he's confident with me in saying that he can just come out and be like, all right, I'm going to poke my head out and not be like, man, this fog is crazy, huh? I'm going to lead. I feel comfortable with him. So I'm just going to just go straight for it. Kid pops out. I haven't talked to this kid in my life. I didn't even give him my money before. I don't even know if he works there. He just popped his head out and he was like, fuck, man, this fog's coming in hard, huh? And I just go, like, in my mind, I'm like, fuck, dude, it's 11 o'clock at night. You gotta fucking calm down a little bit. Are you on basalts or what? So he goes, I just, I just kind of panic and I do my general response. I just go, yeah, man, crazy, huh? He goes, yeah. And he's kind of just staring at me. I'm like, all right. So I pull my phone out, acting like I'm texting somebody or whatever for just to break the uncomfortableness. Guy's like, all right, I'll be right back with your food. I'm like, all right, dude, fucking run, please. Get me out of here. So... I, uh, he pops out, has my bag of food, has my Baja Blast, hands it to me. No, as he's handing it to me, he goes, you know, he leans in. I'm like, yeah, is this guy going to kill me? And he goes, I bet if you turned your lights off, the cops couldn't see you. And he's telling me this as he's passing me my food. And then he just goes, all right, have a good night. (laughs) So I threw the food away. I didn't I didn't even eat that shit because I was like, dude, this guy fucking poisoned it. There's probably drugs in there. He thinks I'm like some drug mule, you know, which, by the way, dude, I went and saw not went and saw it's been out for a hot minute. But I went and finally watched Mule with, with Clint Eastwood. Dude, it was a good movie, I guess. But dude, it was let's, we probably could have cut an hour out of it and it would have been the same movie. But um, spoiler alert, it's very long. Uh, or it feels long at least, but yeah, he goes, I bet you, if you turn the lights off, the cops couldn't see you. Like that's not when the fog comes in to like normal people, we're like, Oh man, the fog's coming in. We should probably turn our high beams on or our fog lights on really pay attention. You know, 10 and two hut, hut 10 and two adjust your mirrors, all that shit. Cause it's going to be a long drive home. This guy goes, he sees it. He sees the fog as an opportunity. This little goes, I bet you if you turn the lights off, the cops can't see you. I'm like, well, this guy's this guy's definitely killed somebody because the fact that that's the first place that his mind went to when he saw fog. Not a fan, not a fan. Um, but yeah, no, I'm gonna try to go back to eating eating well. I've been the on day four now, day five. Um, I I was looking for like pots and pans and stuff. So I was like, you know, I just need to hop back on it. Um, and. I went out for breakfast one day and they just had like, I couldn't tell what was going on. The fucking commercial, the TV station was uh, like a Spanish TV station. So I didn't know what was going on. Um, but the reason I bring it up is because it went to the infomercials and I forgot how fun infomercials were. They had an infomercial for blue diamond, which I thought was an almond company, which I think it's still, I think it is. Maybe these people make pans too, but, um, or maybe the pan's called Blue Diamond. It's made by somebody else. Erroneous. Doesn't matter. And they're like, this pan is so great. It can be up to 300 to 8,000 degrees. And, you know, you could throw it throw it out of an airplane and it'll, it'll, it'll just bounce. And, you know, all this stuff. But then I forgot how ridiculous they are when they're trying to explain, like, the durability of a pan. 
like that's like that's that's uh like a filter when you go buy a pan like a pot and pan it's usually like how long is it gonna last yeah how hot can it get bam is it easy to clean bam it's not like hey if i fucking you know if my buddy comes home late drunk and i need to knock him the fuck out can i hit him with this thing and i'll you know i'll still be able to crack my eggs open evenly tomorrow or is it going to split off to one side these are questions apparently you should be asking when you buy pots and pans. Apparently, I've just been fucking up. But I found the commercial. Uh, I'm going to play it for you guys. Obviously, you're not going to be able to see what the fuck's going on. I'm explain it. Basically, the moral of the story, they, they test the durability by hitting it with a fucking sledgehammer. And these guys are relentless. These guys go all kinds of, like, Gimli from Lord of the Rings on this pan, dude. They are hacking away at this thing. And this thing is just bouncing. So I bought four. Um, they should be here in a couple weeks, but I'm very curious. I'm just going to drag that thing behind my car. I'm going to find every opportunity to just try to fuck this pan up. My goal now for the next probably eight days is going to be I'm going to bend this pan. I'm going to bend this shit like fucking spooning in the Matrix. This shit is going down. But I think on the commercial, I don't know if this is the right commercial. Let me see. 150 degrees. Oh, let's go ahead and we turn hammered that. Turn the competition. Yeah. <laughs> it's destroyed. Blue Diamond is the strongest pan They're beating the fuck watch. out of this pan, dude. 50 degrees. Watch. I mean, not we watch. hammered the competition. <laughs> it's destroyed. Blue Diamond is the strongest pan you'll ever own. This dude is Al Bundy apparently does infomercials for Blue Diamond because this fool is hitting the fuck out of this thing. This guy's going hardcore. Um, so yeah, I'll let you guys know what happens. Uh, I'll keep, give you guys an update on that. Um, speaking of updates... I do have an update. I think I talked about it last week and uh, about my buddy and I when we went to breakfast and he, she thought we were gay. Um, so, yeah, she thought we were gay. We went there last Saturday and we got her again. So I'm like, all right, she's trolling us, you know, and I'm not, I'm not making this shit up. So she comes over and she's I could tell she's she does not want to go to this. She does not want to like wait on us because she's like, fuck, they probably talked. They think I'm gay or they think I'm homophobic or they think they think I'm gay or they think I think they're gay. I don't know, whatever. The shot's kicking in, apparently. Jesus, fuck. And um, so we get her, and I was just, thank God my buddy said it, because I didn't I didn't have the balls to say. He just got it out there. He just, you know, addressed the elephant in the room. And he goes, hey, I, I told my buddy what you said, and we haven't laughed that hard in a while. And I go, why do you got to say we, man? Like, you're not really making this. <laughs> you're acting like we, like, you're acting like we, like, fucking go and meet up, and we just talk stories and then fucking giggle. Like, <laughs> But she's like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. And I was like, don't be. But then I was like, hey, like, what is it? Like, I was just curious. And she honestly, the only thing that she could say is she was like, oh, you guys would be cute together. And I was like, what? Like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't prepped for it. I was planning on, like, trying to really dig in and figure out, like, what the fuck's going on. So we're dying. And then uh, his wife shows up. And I was like, yeah, see, like, we're not gay, whatever. As if I'm still trying to prove to this girl that I'm not gay. But, um, so yeah, she fucking, she was, she felt so terrible. I was like, don't even worry about it. Happens all the time. It doesn't. I just wanted to make her feel better. And, uh, at least I don't think it does. And, um, that was, that, that was kind of the end of it. So I just kind of wanted to tie a little ribbon on that story because I was, uh, I was pretty curious. I was pretty curious as to why she thought we were gay. Um, what else is going on? We got preseason football and all that coming up, whatever, I guess. Um, can we just can we just make make drugs legal in sports? Like all of them. Like let's just make everyone like we don't have to it doesn't have to be a requirement, 
but if it makes you better, like at least at least it's even at that point. Like right now, there's a lot of people on steroids, a lot of people on steroids, and they're not getting popped for, or they get popped later, or they're just dumb, or whatever the case may be. But then it's like they want to like take like their records away because you know. PEDs and the Mark McGuire's and the Sammy Sosa's, which that was such a blast of a time to live in. Dude, do you remember that? Like that was, that was like one of the only times I remember growing up that America felt like we were like united. It was like, dude, fucking Barry Bonds hit 58. Sammy Sosa hit 60. Like, oh my God, fucking Sammy Sosa hit 61. Mark McGuire hit three more, you know, like it was just this constant thing. And we found out they were both on roids, and we were like, well, yeah, duh. Like, I mean, these guys were fucking mur- like killing it. Like, straight up ki- like, killing it. And um, it just got it just got me thinking. It was like all these, you know, uh, athletes getting popped for, like, weed and cocaine and all that. I'm like, bro, if it, if it makes you better, if you going out and having a good time st- takes enough stress off of you to where you're still a great player and you're not doing it while you're playing, then go for it, dude. Like, I know... I know it's not, you know, well, then, it, well, then if it's legal for them, it has to be legal for every, for everyone. Well, good. Then you should try out. I think the rule should be drugs are illegal unless you are mentally and physically capable of making it to any of the, any of the professional leagues. Then you have no, that or you, or you become like a green beret or a Navy seal outside of that drugs are illegal. The reason for it is because I started thinking even more about it. And I was like, dude, what if football players did LSD? How fucking, they're just laughing. Like, no one's, it's just the most unproductive game. It's just all these dudes that are just giggling like fucking high school girls. Like, I could just picture Russell Wilson just being like, hut, hut, hike. And then, like, they snap the ball and everyone just starts laughing. Like, the people, there's just people falling over on the ground, throwing their helmet. Motley Crue's playing in the fucking stadium. There's just beer and strippers everywhere. Sounds just, you know, I'm just saying, it, it may not be for kids. Maybe XFL will go back to that route. Dude, you remember XFL? I think that shit's back, right? I'm like 90% sure. I thought I, thought I saw something. XFL, yeah, because they just announced the team names. Yeah, dude. This this shit might be the saving grace. XFL, as long as names ridiculous, team names are kind of ridiculous. But if they're just like, look, drugs are legal. Like, you can do, hey. You can do steroids over here. You can do fucking HGH and, uh, you know, Anavar as everyone's fucking getting all crazy about. And LSD and shrooms and fucking coke and heroin. Dude, imagine like a pole vaulter on heroin. Like they're just going, they're chasing that high. And then right before they launch, they just crash. And you just see them, boof, just a fucking pole vaulter on heroin. Um, So yeah, just make it legal. Let's just make drugs legal in sports. I think, I think everyone should be as big, as fast, as strong as they can if, if it has to do with sports. Because I feel like the price to pay is already fucked anyways. Like, if you're playing professional football, the chances of you, sucks to say, it's true, of you getting, like, CTE or something like that and being just, just totally in, you know, agonizing pain and mental hell, you should be able to at least, you know, have drugs and shit like that and that's the other thing too retired athletes get to keep doing drugs for the rest of their life that way right before they die they can just you know go shoot up heroin or take dmt at like 99 years old right right, right before they die and they just transcend into some crazy bullshit that they didn't think was possible and they die and they died on a good note um so yeah make uh let's make drugs legal in sports let's uh whoever who becomes president Let's put that on the uh, on the bill, on the 
on the uh, roadmap for the next whatever the fuck. That tells you how much I'm into politics. I don't even know what the fuck they're called. Amendments? Laws. Passing laws. Oh, my God. People are screaming at me right now. I can already feel it. Um, What else happened this fucking week that I was going to... Oh, dude. So this didn't happen this week. I kind of just remembered it. I think I may have repeated this story, like one of the beginning episodes. But I also don't think so. So uh, I was at the grocery store. This was probably... It doesn't fucking matter. It was like two months ago. Let's just say whatever. It was two months ago. I was at the fucking grocery store. And I'm in line, and the grocery store that I go to is takes it takes it takes forever, dude. It's not their fault. I mean, okay, it's their fault, but you know, it's the only grocery store in town because apparently I live in some random fucking state or some random city in the middle of nowhere that only has one grocery store for twenty five thousand people. But it is what it is. You fucking deal with it. So I'm in line. All I'm trying to do is just buy some fucking chicken strips and some potato salad. And I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, taking forever. There's a lady in front of me with her kid. Kid's probably, I don't know, four, something like that. He's in the cart, like little foot things popping out, whatever the fuck, seat. And um, his mom just looks super fucking stressed. Like she's just done, you know, a 10-hour day, picked pick him up. You know, she's dead tired, picked the kid up from daycare. The kid's full of energy. The babysitter pumped, you know, three or four Red Bulls in him, gave him some bath salts and said, here you go. Make your mom's life a living hell. So she has to deal with this fucking maniac for the next, you know, six hours and be up at five again so she can make him goddamn whatever the fuck biscuits and gravy at 6.30 in the morning. Um, so she looks super stressed out and she has a big ass cart and she's almost done uh, fucking loading everything in. And the kid and her are just basically talking shit to each other. Like the mom's saying... You know, she's like putting her plants up on the thing to get, you know, she's buying plants among, you know, a whole bunch of other shit. And the kids are just like basically mimicking everything that his mom's doing to be a dick. And I thought it was hilarious. So the girl goes to go check out. I throw my shit on. I'm just kind of waiting there. And the cashier looks at, at, at the mom. She's like, hey, how's your day? And the girl gives her that look like just bitch don't even say anything. And she just goes, you can tell she's like defeated and she's like, fine, like I'll give up. I'll just say what I'm going to go do. And she's like, well, just defeated, you know, shoulders drop, just last attempt at life. Just goes, oh, you know, I'm just going to go home and do some gardening. And like, that's fine. But then the kid found the one time to just sneak in there and just be the biggest cunt ever. And this kid just goes, we're going to go home and do gardening. And I fucking start laughing way too hard. Like, it was one of those laughs where you you basically, like, you you laugh, but you catch it. So, like, your nose is on fire, and it goes all the way down your throat, and you're just like, oh, my God. Like, she definitely heard me laugh. Now my whole body is in, you know, a state of shock. I don't know what's going on. I can't feel my fingers, and my eyes are huge as fuck. And I... I look at the kid first for some reason as if like he's going to save me. And then the mom and him are both looking back at me. The mom is, she's pissed. Like she has this look like she's just going to fuck me, you know, into oblivion. And the the kid's kind of looking at me like, oh shit, I'm going to be funny when I grow up. And I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, kid, you are. You're going to be the next fucking Jim Carrey. And the cashier kind of like looks at me and kind of like smirks, but it wasn't like that was funny. It was like, oh, you just fucked up. The mom doesn't even say anything to me. She looks at me as if she's going to kill me, and then she just turns back and does what she's doing. I felt so terrible, but 
I also kind of wanted to give the kid a high five and be like, dude, just keep doing that and you're going to go places. Like I promise, like life, life needs more kids like you. I swear to God, just don't hurt nobody. Don't go in and fucking shoot nobody up. Just keep doing what you're doing and making people laugh. Cause I was, I was pretty much just like that when I was a kid to, to a certain extent. He's got to make life fun, man. Straight up. I'm going to get on my soapbox real quick. Like, you know, fucking crazy shit's going on. Yeah. Like, you know, you can only do so much. Okay. God damn it. Go outside you know, say what's up to a fucking stranger, say hi, talk to people, life's good, okay, let's not fucking all freak out about some bullshit, like, we're all good, I know shit sucks sometimes, but that's what happens, yeah, I just bounce back, and that's, that's my whole thing, so anyways, uh, life needs more kids like that, um, the other thing that happened today was, um, Fucking motherfucker. I think that, dude, I, I can't, I can't fucking drink anymore. I have, I have one shot, dude. I have a fucking, I have, I can't do it. I don't know what it is. I thought this was going to be a good idea. I was like, hey, I'm going to do a shot for the podcast. Maybe two people are going to hop on board. It's going to be great. I take a shot. And next thing I know, I'm talking about the XFL as if that's fucking super relevant. Um, oh, I know what I was, I know I was going to talk about. See, we're the, Beer, where the shot failed me, the weed is bringing it back. I was trying to Google, so I was trying to figure out like what was going on this weekend for sports and shit like that, and we'll get into that. But I just Googled, um, I'm not going to lie, I smoked a little bit of weed before I hopped on this thing, and I Googled uh, stuff that's happening as if like Google's going to know what I'm talking about. Well, I'm super stoked because I found Formula Fest, which... Uh, yeah, Formula Fest, which I thought was um, like a science festival in like Wisconsin, because that's how people from Wisconsin would say formula. Uh, we're going to the Formula Fest. That was more like Scottish. I don't, I don't really do accents, but you fucking get it. So then I'm like, all right, what's Formula Fest? Like, I gotta, I gotta see what's going on. So come to find out, this shit is in Alexandria, Kentucky. Never been. Probably will never go. But then I look in the flyer, dude, whoever who did the marketing for Formula Fest 2019 deserves a fucking raise because they give you the dates, they give you a little icon or a graphic, and then they say music, slip and slides, beer. Dividing those, <laughs> dividing those words up. You got me, you got me hooked, dude. So apparently I'm going to Alexandria, Kentucky this weekend because I want to drink a bunch of beer and go on the slip and slides. And listen to some pretty cool music. So yeah, support Formula Fest 2019. Um, yeah, do fucking slip inside some beer, huh? Yeah, we got that. We got preseason, which is kind of yeah, it's kind of whatever. Um, it's cool, I guess. Um, but uh, the Yankees are in town, which will be tight. Uh, the Yankees are in town playing Dodgers three game series, uh, two of the best uh, teams in baseball right now, and big rivalry. Obviously, was going to go to the game. Uh, I guess today, which would be Saturday, but, uh, I think it's a day game and I don't feel like getting, um, getting sunburned for $4,000 to sit in the uh, reserves. No, thanks. Um, outside of that, I don't really know if I got any much else for you fuckers. I don't think so. We're going to go on album of the week. Okay. Um, album of the week is going to be. Uh, this is an album I actually didn't really know too much about until probably four years ago, just because I didn't know it even existed. But um, one of my favorite guitar players uh, did an album, obviously, before he died. But it was uh, it's an album by Stevie Ray Vaughan and Albert King, actually. It's a live album. 
Uh, they recorded it in, I think, Ontario, England? No, Ontario, Canada. And it was uh, recorded in 1983, uh, which is the year I was born, um, which is also a lie. I was not born in 83. But it was recorded in 83, and it also was released until 19 or in a 99, which is weird to think that like something this great can be locked up for 16 years. Can't even take a shit now without somebody fucking knowing about it. So, um, bring back the old days. No, uh, the album is called in session. So like I said, it's a live album. Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Albert King, uh, came out in 99, but was recorded in 83 because they trolled us even back in the eighties. Um, other than that, you guys have a, uh, really fucking good weekend. Uh, weather's supposed to be nice out here. So to everyone that's listening, everybody, everywhere else, uh, sayonara. Don't really know what else to tell you. Come to California. You pay an arm, arm and a leg and a kidney for it, but hey, it's fucking 70 in your tan all year. So giggity, giggity, giggity goo. Um, outside of that, yeah, you, you guys have a good weekend and uh, be good humans. Yeah, peace. <laughs>